0: There is a lot that I find fascinating about artificial intelligence. I mean, things that are, yes, interesting, but also things, and a lot of things, that I feel like we need to be wary about. Like, more and more we hear the discussion about AI and religion. Because of AI being all-knowing, will people turn to it the way they turn to a deity, perhaps? I mean, think about the movie 2001, A Space Odyssey. You can see why some people would start to look to artificial intelligence maybe for those kinds of questions and answers right and this is something that a lot of religious scholars also think about is this dangerous is this something that people welcome what what do we need to think about when we start to use and see more artificial intelligence out there like this. Well, Michael Korn is with us now to talk about that. The author of 18, yes, 18 books, a contributing columnist for the Toronto Star, and also appears regularly in the Globe and Mail, and a priest with the Anglican Church of Canada. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Is this something that you are starting to think more and more about? It's interesting you asked
1: that because I hadn't really. And then the editor of The Waris emailed me and said, would you want to write a piece about this? So I never turn any work down, so I said I would. And I began to research it and consider it. And I mean, it, I think every aspect of society, AI is an issue. But when it comes to religion, particularly so, because it's about the unknown, isn't it? It's, it's evolving as we speak. I mean, we don't know what artificial intelligence will look like the end of this year, let alone in two or three years' time, and and people who are of faith, religious people. I mean, they vary, but often they are searching for something. That's a good thing. It's good to search, but it can also mean that you are grasping for something too. And yes, AI can present answers. Uh, an entity that has access to all the world's information, pretty much on the internet, that can increasingly just replicate uh, a, a person's faith. Uh, an attractive person, a compelling person, seems to have all of the answers. There are some things it can't do at this stage, but when will that change? So there's opportunity, but there's also danger. And I don't think we should be hysterical about it. Not a science fiction movie. It doesn't mean the world's coming to an end. But a lot of experts in the field have said, be very careful here, because at what point does it go beyond our control? And I mean, look at any aspect of social media. Look at Twitter, for example, going through its own problems right now. But incredible place for communication, but also a terrible place for abuse and insult.
0: It is natural. It's almost like human nature, though, isn't it, to look for answers somewhere? Like, we have seen that throughout human history, and it does feel like only natural that if there is this all-knowing thing that is giving people answers, there will be people who perhaps rely a little bit too much on that.
1: I think it's inevitable. I mean, I, I, I find myself, I have to break away from my laptop. I'm on it too often, just Googling things that are of rel- relative interest but don't really matter very much. So yes, they, people have always, as you say, look for answers, and often in the very worst places. There's enough dictators, enough history of despots and, and genocide to know that. Even organized religion, let's not pretend. We have, have clean hands on this. Organized religion has often acted in the most appalling way, and, and people have believed and forgiven uh, simply because it's in the name of religion. So we have no idea what artificial intelligence will look like. I mean, certainly, if someone was dishonest, they could present online. And a lot of a lot of churches are now online because of what happened during COVID. They could present a service online where the person preaching and explaining and instructing wasn't a real person. And they seem to have complete nut knowledge of the Bible, because that's right there on on, on the Internet, um, and we, we've, we've seen how they can appear to be real. Now at the moment generally when, they, when these things are tried you can see through them, but I would think in a few years we won't actually know the difference. But there, there's something more sorry, profound on that and that is even revering something which someone knows is artificial intelligence. Yes, it is artificial, but it has all of this knowledge and it seems to be full of compassion and it has so many answers and that takes the place of in my case, it will be God. But for other people, it could be any sort of thing that they rely on. There are all. There, I would say this. There are far more questions now than we have answers.
0: Uh, isn't also the part of the problem here, Michael, is that we race headfirst into these things and we tend to ask later. We ask questions later or we worry about the side effects later. We seem to be in a race right now to develop more and more artificial intelligence. Does that make you wary?
1: Yeah, very much so. Well, it's a market, isn't it? We live in a market economy and 24-hour news, we say things in the news and they turn out not to be true because if you check them, then you can be the second or the third rather than the the first person on the scene. Now, thankfully, there are experts and authorities who have warned about this. There are two or three major players who said, be very careful, take your time. But I don't know if people will take their time because if something is available, it will then be marketed. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember a world without the Internet and without cell phones and so on. And if you speak to younger people now, they look at you as though you're something wrong with you. What do you mean? <laughs> what sort of world? Well, in 10 years' time, what will be the assumed nature of, of, of culture and communication and religion? Will it be based around artificial intelligence? I don't know, but possibly. And as you say, we have to be very wary of this.
0: Right. But I don't think, are we wary enough?
1: I don't know. Um, I mean, as I say, people are warning about it, but I suppose government will get involved. It has got involved to a certain degree right now, but then government doesn't always get it right. We know that uh, well enough. So, um, I mean, we have as people to uh, be aware, and that can be difficult because the problem is we're made aware by media. Media is under increasing pressure. And what about uh, artificial intelligence influencing media? We know that has happened, and we know how bots and bot farms influence communication on social media. Well, that's that means it's very difficult to sometimes know the truth.
0: Right. You mentioned that, you know, these these bots, these, you know, artificial intelligence can appear online and and seem very knowledgeable about scripture, knowledgeable about the Bible. Do you feel yeah. sometimes that that is all it takes then? If if there is an authority that feels knowledgeable about the Bible, then people will start to listen.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm a priest. I'm, I'm taking a service in about half an hour and, we have the Eucharist. We have communion. And we believe in the apostolic succession as Anglicans, and as do Catholics and, and many others. There is that personal contact. A lot of the work I do is sitting with people in hospitals and care homes here in great pain and suffering. And I don't think that can ever be completely duplicated. But in other areas, possibly so. I mean, it's not just knowledge of the Bible, obviously. But when someone has that, and but you, you can, A, I can also replicate humor and the personal touch. I mean, of course, it, it's exponential, That the more it understands, the more it understands. Um, so I even now, what we're considering probably would seem like the Dark Ages in a few years' time, it would have developed to such a point.
0: You're so right about that. Listen, thank you so much for joining us to talk about that today.
1: Anytime. My pleasure.
0: It is so fascinating. That is Michael Corrin, author of 18 books, uh, priest with the Anglican Church of Canada, contributing columns for the Toronto Star, Globe Mill, you name it. But talking about religious issues and artificial intelligence and this this does, you know, really start to fascinate me here because think about the, even the advent of television. Remember with those first teleevangelists, there must have been debate and discussion about that too, like, oh, can you do that on TV? Is it the same as going to church and having that commitment? And now we're talking about is this the same having AI preach to you online? Is that still the same thing as going to church and communing with, you know, religion? And is it going to get too far along before we start to think that maybe this isn't a good idea, right? If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.